Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hola, I am Dan Day, and I am not going to restart the argument of Ron Washington's greatness versus Andre Agassi. What I will do is, on the way, give you some of the Joe Rose Show talking with South Florida native and now Dolphin Jason Strawbridge. Also, Dan Lebatard. They've got a what-if situation on MJ, plus Hawk and Crowder drunk calls. Right now, let's do some sober headlines, though. The NCAA's governing board supports a deal that would allow student athletes to profit off their image and likeness as long as the school makes no money. Due to coronavirus, Nevada sports books saw a 76% drop in revenue during March, which is typically one of its most lucrative months. ESPN's Cameron Wolf writes that Tua Tagovailoa should sit out his rookie season. Tua was drafted fifth by the Dolphins and is recovering from a hip injury. Dwayne Wade says a documentary on the 2008 USA Basketball Redeem team is in the making. No release date has been set. Bam Adebayo says he would like to be a heat lifer like Udonis Haslam. Adebayo was elected to his first All-Star game this season. AFAU announced they will play a three-game series against Missouri. The Owls will play at Missouri in 2027 and 2030. Then the Tigers will come to Boca in 2031. This will mark the first time a SEC team will play at FAU. And now you know what time it is. It's time to step into the day spa. <sighs> a Tallahassee ice cream shop is giving away free yo-yos with each online order. Uh, 1947 called... It wants its idea back. A homeowner in Australia has put up a sign warning a mystery pooper that surveillance cameras were being installed, and if caught, the defecator will be arrested. Hey, not me. Will Reeve was recently caught on Good Morning America reporting from home not wearing any pants. I don't need to work from home to do that. A British man has asked his wife to have an open marriage in the middle of lockdown. Oh, to be a fly on the wall at that dinner are the next 50 dinners during quarantine. Now on the weather, tonight's forecast, chance of rain with temperatures around 80. Everyone's still buzzing about the draft because it's really the only thing that's happened in the sports world over the past month and a half. And who knows what's gonna be the next big sporting event. So the Joe Rose Show this morning, they caught up with a guy from right here in South Florida who's gonna be playing for the Dolphins, Jason Strobridge, talking about that draft day experience the Dolphins experience so far, Broward County football, surf, turf, and South Beach. 
the 154th pick in the draft at the University of North Carolina, but more importantly, Deerfield Beach's finest, one of Deerfield Beach High School's finest. Jason Strobridge joining us right now. Jason, good morning. Thanks for joining the show. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you having me, Jeff. Hey, Jason, how you doing, man? I can't even imagine how excited you were when you found out you get to stay home and play football with all that family and stuff up there in uh, Broward County. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man, it is it's really amazing. It's, it's really a dream come true, honestly. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. Hey, so, so let me ask you, did you have any idea when you're going through this whole process, especially with the craziness of, of the new rules around sports because of the coronavirus, any idea at all that the Dolphins yeah. were this interested in you? I had no clue, honestly. Can you give us some uh, other teams that were calling you and, and you look over at the family and go, man, these guys are calling a lot, man. It looks like somebody wants to date here. Like, who, who were some of the other teams you thought you might go to? I mean, the, I know the Ravens were interested, Green Bay um, and the Raiders. Those, those definitely stuck out to me. That's always a. It's always funny, Zach, when you hear. Yeah, I didn't really talk to the Dolphins that much. Did you have a chance to get interviewed with them at the Senior Bowl or the Combine? Did you spend any yeah, time with the I'm GM like, or head coach? Yeah, I've only I've only talked to them like before the uh, before the draft, probably two times. Um, I know all, a lot of other teams I talked to. I talked to them three, four times, whatever. But I did not expect it. Jason, uh, in college, you, you're a team leader. You're a vocal leader on that defense. Uh, you know, you're coming in as a rookie. You, you, you never know what you're going to be or what you're going to have to do or if you're going to be, have to be a leader on that defensive line or not. But were, were you that guy, that vocal guy on that North Carolina defense? I'd say for the most part, um, I'm kind of quiet. Um, but, you know, when I get on the field, it's, I flip the switch. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as moving forward, I mean, I'm just ready to, ready to do whatever the coaches ask me, just help out however I can. Jason, uh, because of the way you were used in college, it, it looks like the Dolphins really like that. Defensive end, put your hand in the ground, stand up, play inside, all those kind of things. Do you think that helped a lot, the fact that you even played some defensive tackle in college? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I like, I like being versatile. I like being able to do you know, multiple things at once kind of catch people off guard. So um, I feel like I can do that same thing here. So, Jason, did you have a conversation with, with Coach Flores? Uh, did you get a little? Uh, did you get a little insight on, on on Coach Flo? Did you get to? I mean, obviously not face to face meeting. That probably didn't happen since the, all the virtual stuff's going on. But have you talked to Flo? Have you gotten a good sense of, of what Coach Flo uh, how he's like? I know he's about his business. Um, just being around him, you know, he's gonna there's gonna be time for playing and it's gonna be time for business. So I feel like he's he's definitely um, you know about his business. Um, and we'll get a lot of work done. So talked to him uh, a few times, but yeah, that's about it. Jason, I want to ask you: You played in the Senior Bowl. You you went to the Combine. Which one do you think helped you the most? Was there one you felt like you got more out of than the other one, or or was it both of them? Both, but I mean, I'd I'd say the Senior Bowl. A whole lot of coaches and great coaches. Um, they got to see me three days in a row. You know, they could, they showed that seeing my toughness. You know, they seen my versatility. And it was, you know, it was actual football stuff instead of just, you know, kind of running around at the combine. So I feel like I definitely got more out of that than in the combine. You know, it's funny you said that because, Jason, watching that on TV, on NFL Network, those live drills, and they actually get to see you go against other guys going to get drafted. I can't imagine anything's better than that. Then they get to interview you right there on the spot and ask questions, and, and that, that's got to be unbelievable to go through that. What is that like with those guys watching so closely at the Senior Bowl when you look up and you recognize guys? What is that like? Ah, man, it's just crazy. It's it's, it's a weird feeling, but, I mean, it's, it's what I signed up for. So, I mean, I just, you know, I, I did what I knew, knew how to do is just play football. So, 
Jason, yeah. I know that you were excited to get drafted here, obviously, to the Miami Dolphins hometown team. How about the family? When they saw it, when they saw the Dolphins oh, come up, when the phone call came in, they had to have been really happy you're coming home. Oh, yeah, they're pumped. They're all pumped. They're excited. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. I was going to ask him, which family? There's always that one family Who's member. most excited, right? Yeah, that is jacked up. Man, my guy is coming home. Obviously, uh, my cousin. Um, he was a huge Miami fan, Miami fan since he was born. So, yeah, he was pumped. He called me. We're not going to phone with uh, Coach Flores, he called me. I had to decline it, but yeah, he was, he was That's pumped. That's bad time. All right, well, Jason, listen, you're from Deerfield Beach, but let's get the fans to get to know you a little bit more. Uh, uh, during this whole quarantine thing, have you been binge-watch any shows? Has there been anything that you've had you've been watched on Netflix or regular TV that you love the most? And, and I'll, I'll a little part two to that, have you seen the Tiger King stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the first question. Um, I really haven't been watching that much. Uh, I haven't really been, been watching that much, but um, I started this kind of weird show called uh, Midnight Gospel. It's kind of weird. Um, it's like a podcast and a cartoon version. Um, definitely recommend Definitely check it out. But yeah, I saw some of, some of the Tiger King episodes, like the first first two. Uh, I have a yeah. chance to the thing, though. Yeah. We'll have to get that at some point. All right, Joe, you know I'm, where I'm going here. Yeah, right, go I ahead. Know, I, I know you're working out. I know you're doing everything to get ready, of course, for the draft and all that stuff. If you were allowed a 24-hour kind of don't worry about anything, what's your favorite cheat meal and dessert to go with it? I need to hear this. Start with dessert first. Definitely cheesecake. Cheat meal. Right. Uh, Anything you want for 24 hours, Coach Flo won't be mad. What do you got? No, I think it's, it's steak and lobster. That's probably my favorite, so. Okay, that go. works. That works. And, all right, nothing now, wrong. Nothing wrong no, with that. And, and for one of your, your guys in the rookie class that's not from down here in South Florida, any of the other guys come up to you and say, Jason, listen, man, what's one place I got to do? What's one place I got to see something in South Florida? What are you recommending? Now that you, you're a South Florida guy, so you know the area pretty well, but are you recommending one place or one spot for someone to go see a young guy, a rookie in that rookie class? Probably just Southeast. Um, just call it that, really. Yeah, that's probably my first recommendation. I think everybody, although I haven't been, and now I'm too damn old, you know that club down there, that Club Live, man, that that thing. Jason, you got to <laughs> get to Club Live at least once to see it, right? To yeah. see the freak show? Like, yeah. can you take me with you when you go? Because I just got to see it as an old white guy. I got to see it once, man. <laughs> hey, Jason, I want to ask you another question. Football on Dayton Broward, as you know, is ridiculous. Matter of fact, heck, you had a guy from your school get drafted in the first round and Jerry Judy. I, I want to ask you, so, so you've seen a lot of pro guys come through Deerfield Beach. It's nothing new for you guys. But but I, I want does everybody know everybody? Is it small, whether it's Date or Broward? Do all the top players pretty much know each other? You guys, is it one big? For the most part, yeah. I know um, a lot of the skill guys stick together a little bit closer than the big guys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we all pretty much know each other. through seven on seven at your school or whatever it may be. Because the, I guess the other one is, why is the football so good in Dayton Broward for the population? How do you explain uh, seven or eight schools that are powerhouses, three or four like Deerfield Beach and St. Thomas, American Heritage, and, and Chaminade, and, and, and those schools like that? Western's now got a darn good team. And then all the teams in Dayton. How do you explain the football being so good down here? And I don't know. It's just so many water, honestly. That's my best answer. <laughs> yeah. No, I always wonder because up where you are, there's a youth football league that is ridiculous. I know for years it was a big uh, – for Ely High School. Is that the same one? The Deerfield Beach Ely Youth League up there that's so that's had so many great players. Did, did you – were you part of that as well? Uh, did you play – Might be talking about a different one. Um, as far as Little League, um, yeah, the, the Packer Rattlers, they've been putting out guys for – I don't know how long. It's just been uh, it's been amazing the the amount of football. So, uh, got to ask you now as you get set, what kind of can you can you do your? Have you found a way? 
even under the craziness right now, as we're waiting for things to open up a little bit, to stay in really good shape, or you still got a ways to go? Yeah, I'm pretty, staying in pretty good shape. Um, luckily, there's a, a field open uh, kind of close to my house, so I get to run my sprints there. So, blessed yeah. with that. Well, listen, Jason. Yeah, man, we uh, we appreciate you coming on. Just wanted to spend a little time, talk uh, talk a little football, and uh, and congratulate you, man. That's uh, good stuff. You still living at home, or uh, you gonna stay home yeah, for a while, right now, save that uh, money, or are you going out on your own here pretty soon? What are you gonna do? I think I might go out on my own pretty soon uh, once everything is kind of lifted. Jason, thanks, man. Appreciate you Thank spending you, some time. You take care of yourself. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. All you right. too. Come on, Dolphin season. Come on, Dolphin season. Come on, Dolphin season. Come on, Dolphin season. Just happen. Uh, we'll wait with bated breath because we've got nothing better to do during this COVID-19 lockdown. The Joe Rose Show, of course, weekdays from 6 to 10 right here on 560. The Joe, you can download the podcast for that show, this show, or any of the shows wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app, or you can simply go to our website, wqam.com. Middays, right here on 560 The Joe, belong to the Dan Lebetard Show. If Michael Jordan goes to Adidas, does he become what we're celebrating? Whoa, what a question. We'll find out the answer to that in just about five minutes. Plus, it's two of my guys' birthday today. I will discuss that on the other side of this, the best of The Joe Show. Who this is? Who this is? Rapper Fonte, who is this? Oh, this P. P. Yeah, this P. P. Yeah. P. Let me hear you say, uh. Uh, uh, uh. This ain't no motherfucking P. Man, This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Please follow me on Twitter. I'll take away some of that boredom at Dan Day Radio. Two birthdays I want to mention today. No, not Andre Agassi and Ron Washington, two of the greats. No, my man right here, Percy Miller, a.k.a. Master P. And then Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes, the man that has my name. Or I have his name. I don't know. One or the other. One of the greatest rappers of all time, Master P. 50. One of the greatest actors of all time. One of the greatest names of all time, Daniel Day-Lewis, 63. I do not have a Daniel Day-Lewis story. Actually, I do. I remember when I was in school, I used to cut his name out of the paper and tape it where it says name on tests that I had to take. Speaking of my younger days and... The other birthday boy, Master P. I do have some Master P stories, not like personal me and P hanging out in his mansion. He is worth $200 million even to this day. No, but I was growing up in New Orleans when the whole No Limit revolution started. And I was working at a movie theater. And I'll tell you, man, when those guys came in with those No Limit chains on and you knew it was a real No Limit chain, whoo, parted the sea basically everybody cleared out for them and they were balling they would buy all these concessions hand over hundred dollar bills tip people twenty thirty dollars they were living a lavish 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 lifestyle you knew the real no limit guys whether they were rappers whether they were hangers on or whatnot because like i said everywhere they went they balled out with hundred dollar bills i even heard that silka shocker 
Master P's little brother in his backyard just had a solid gold tank just sitting around. Not like a huge, big tank, but basically the size of a go-kart. Whoo. P, make him say, uh. Dan Levitard's show, making you say, ooh. Weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. Earlier today, they got into Jameis Winston going to Harvard in New Orleans. Well, maybe you can hang out with Master P. And what if MJ would have signed with Adidas? I'm going to object to Jameis Winston saying that he would get a Harvard education in New Orleans. Do you know how disrespectful this is to Bruce Arians? Bruce Arians has quite the resume. He he resurrected Carson Palmer's uh, uh, career. But let's just use recent history. Jameis, you were just turned into the leading passer in the league. And you're going to get a Harvard education now on how to be a quarterback? What did Sean Payton do with Teddy Bridgewater? Teach him how to throw just five yards and in? I mean, I mean, I don't understand this. Why does he hate Bruce Arians? He did so much for you. You actually have a record to your name. Granted, you also have another record to your name, which is interceptions, but that's on you. Bruce Arians didn't throw those interceptions for you. You got a lot of yards thanks to Bruce Arians. He's part of the 30-30 club. I, I happen to think I wanted to apologize to Jameis today because I said he should spend a year trying to find the new agent when he's in New Orleans. I, Mike, I happen to agree with him. It is a Harvard education because not only are you getting it from Sean Payton as a head coach, you're getting it from Drew Brees as a quarterback. And I think on a one-year flyer where they're clearly going to use Taysom Hill, uh, you know, wide receiver, running back, and of course as a backup, I happen to think this is a great spot for Jameis. Winston to learn not only from a guy on the field, but from a guy on the sidelines. I, I, I agree with Jameis. It's a testament to exactly how much winning a championship buys you, because a part of his Harvard education is going to lose as a favorite in the playoffs and and blame the referees for it every year. I mean, learn behind Drew Brees. Teddy Bridgewater won games. They changed the way that they played. It wasn't fun watching Teddy Bridgewater. It was fun watching Jameis Winston. It's just such an insult on your way out to Tampa Bay. Why do that to Bruce Arians, he's kind of good at this. And for us to just say, oh, yeah, Harvard education, and just assume that New Orleans is this great spot because they won well, a championship no, more than a decade ago is insane to here, me. Here is the funny thing about that, Stugantz. Like, it is the funny thing. I, You can mock whatever you want in terms of Arians' credentials against Sean Payton, uh, but Sean Payton, if he doesn't have an onside kick, he's fired by now. Like, he's done a lot of losing games that we thought he was going to win since that onside kick in a Super Bowl that beat Peyton Manning like that he is not that much better of a quarterback whisperer than Bruce Arians is he's not no but what I'm saying is Dan there's a difference okay this time around you get to sit next to the professor okay so it was it was Bruce Arians but you were thrown into the fire and you had to execute and he couldn't sit there and teach you now you get to stand next to Bruce Arians in this case it's Sean Payton watch Drew Brees and have the teacher explain hey this is what he's doing this is what makes him so great. What are you doing with Drew Brees? He actually got a Harvard education from sitting behind Ryan Fitzpatrick because his play was so bad. Stop making excuses for Sean Payton. Losing big game after big game. What has he done recently to earn this credibility with you? What has Arians ever done? Period. What do you do with this from Darren Ravel? Michael Jordan wanted most to sign with Adidas. 
quote, if you come anywhere close, I'll sign with you guys. MJ told me, he told them at the time. Because of a family feud at the time over control of the company, the German shoemaker Adidas made no offer. So I ask you this. If Michael Jordan goes to Adidas, does he become what we're celebrating in a 10 series documentary? If it had mm. not, because Nike will do it with anybody. Nike's right. better, Nike's better at the marketing game than anybody. Never mind sports, than anybody. But let me ask you this, Dan, because you know how he's, he's the biggest, most popular athlete we've ever seen and his greatness cannot be disputed. And so I'm, I'm asking you because the greatness was unlike any other greatness we've ever seen. Don't you think he has the same impact on Adidas? that he did on Nike. How's Steph Curry doing with all that game changing? Steph Curry good point. Well. Steph Curry's not Michael Jordan though, Dan. I, I understand, understand, but he was on his way. Like he was on his way to being sort of the modern day version if that team had stepped together. Like understood. Steph Curry is not Michael Jordan, but I'm asking you the question. You're siding there with Michael Jordan under all circumstances. You're saying Adidas becomes Nike. That's what you're arguing, right? I'm saying Jordan becomes Jordan regardless of the shoe company. And yes, I am saying that Adidas becomes Nike if Jordan chooses to go to Adidas. Yeah, because he was that special. Um, that's interesting because I feel like you're forgetting all the marketing. Like, Adidas doesn't do marketing like that. I think you're forgetting how much the marketing machine had to do with making him that because he wasn't doing it for himself. He wasn't a colorful personality himself. I think you're, you're also forgetting, though, that Jordan provided them with that, with the, and I understand what you're saying, but Jordan, his presence choosing Nike, provided them with a lot more marketing dollars to then go out and market Michael Jordan. So, and I think he would have had the same impact on adidas i really do i think he would have brought that much income into adidas you saw the special michael jordan didn't get to become michael jordan until he was winning the championships like that was deep into the nike run that was after years and years of the nike stuff and then then they you know banked on him and then they turned lebron james into the same version but like i i think it's a good question uh put it on the poll if michael jordan goes to adidas instead of nike does adidas end up becoming nike because uh, you're you're giving next to no credit to the organization there, Stugatz. You're, no, you're giving I'm, I'm, no. You're saying you're saying either one of them, the organization in both instances, only needed the player to make him uh, Michael Jordan. That Nike would have been what? That Phil Knight would have been an afterthought. That we'd know the name instead of the people who run Adidas. Yes, I don't know if Phil Knight becomes an afterthought, but yes, I'm saying whoever gets his foot, whoever gets his foot in their sneaker, they turn out to be Nike, and it just so happened to be Nike. But you did bring up a good point perhaps something i forgot along the way that nike marketed michael well before michael ever won a title and i i I am not certain adidas would have done the same exact thing and done it the same exact way perhaps they would have waited until he finally won the titles and then started the marketing campaigns nike did not they were doing it years they were doing it when he was still losing to the pistons so all these what ifs what ifs what ifs domino falling domino falling i don't know you know for a fact well, no, you don't know for a fact, but you got to believe that if Adidas landed Michael Jordan, they would be in a better financial situation than they are today. But I don't know. Maybe they would have dropped the ball. Oh, no. Sugats, Dan Levitard, you're scrambling my brain even more. I like it, though. I like it. That is a very good debate. Michael Jordan signs with Adidas. How different is everything? How different is Michael Jordan's legacy? How different is Adidas? How different is Nike? How different are you? Whew, man, getting deep on a hump day. It's a Hawkman hump day, by the way. So going to play some Hawk and Crowder in a couple of minutes. And so I was just curious, you may have told it before, but what was your phone call like? Who, who called you? And do you recall, 
you know exactly what was said? It was um I was inebriated because I started drinking at noon. <laughs> That's my guy right there, Channing Crowder. You'll hear the rest of that in just five minutes. Plus, I have another celebrity birthday to discuss. No, once again, not Andre Agassi, nor Ron Washington. The best of the Joe Show. Blue skies smiling at me. Back with the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours, feeling groovy. I am Dan Day on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I know today is Ron Washington and Andre Agassi's birthday, but also very important, Willie Nelson, 87 years young. Oh yeah, let me jump in. Light one up for Willie Nelson. Kind of got a Willie Nelson story that sort of relates to my life. No, it's not what you think. But Willie Nelson, for years, would celebrate his birthday with a concert at LSU, where I went to college, at the now Pete Maravich Assembly Center. It was the Assembly Center back then. And I never went. Way too young, and parents didn't want me inhaling all that uh, smoky air. But no, 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 no. They said it was like a five-hour-long concert. They would just keep coming out and playing and playing. It wasn't just Willie Nelson. It was Willie Nelson and friends over and over and over again. I'm sure at the end of the night, they were absolutely baked. And I'm not just talking about the audience. I'm talking about the performers. Willie Nelson, happy 87th birthday. Always happy times on the Hawk and Crowder Show. Weekdays, 3 to 6, 560, The Joe. Earlier, Hawk and Crowder talking about stop all that late night texting. Also calling Shaq Quarterman and Channing's Drunk Draft Call. All right, here we go on a Wednesday. Hooked up to the Ethernet port again, so I don't know how things are going to go. Come on, man. You ain't called Mort? Come on. Come on, Ethernet. Did you, did, did, you, did you contact Mort to let him I know I want to have a virtual fight with Mort, <laughs> HOA president here at the Hockman oh, Landings, wherever please, it is that I live. Please stream it. I would love to watch that. Because <laughs> you give people hell. Do good people hell. People hell. Hey, man, y'all don't be texting my phone at 1245 talking about goodnight right butt and all that stuff. Y'all got me in trouble last night. <laughs> y'all got me in we, trouble. My wife had looked over like, why your phone keep beeping? I had to show her the silly-ass text y'all are running. We have a text thread. Me, Crowder, Solana, JFig, Dan Day. And because JFig ended the uh, segment the other day inexplicably saying, all right, right butt. Right, Buy right butt. I don't even know what that, no one knew what that meant, but now I wake up in the morning, I tell the thread, good morning, right butt. I go to bed, I tell the thread, good night, right butt. I don't understand. 7.30 a.m., 7.45, bro, I'm good. When y'all started last night before midnight, I'm fine with it, but the wife doesn't enjoy those beep, 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 beep at midnight. She she has to say something. You just just lean over to her and you go, go to bed, right, butt? (laughs) My wife's Cuban. I, I get hit in the face if I say something about butt. The funny thing that happened before the show today, we had a Zoom meeting. So it was all of Intercom Miami, and uh, and we're all on this Zoom meeting, and different department heads are giving their department head updates and whatnot. And I don't think Crowder realized that when you're on a Zoom meeting, everyone can see you. It was 716 people in the meeting. 
Why are y'all staring at me? I, I'm not staring at you. I was just scrolling through all the attendees as the GM spoke to see how everybody was responding and reacting facially. And you, Crowder, is... He's walking around his head. This man can't sit still. It's why it's so amazing that he's able to do a four-hour radio show. So he can't sit still. He is walking through his house. Then he's stopping. He's petting this mangy-ass dog that he bought. Yo, you hey, better leave Nino boy. Brown alone. Good boy. Good boy. He's petting him. I swear I thought you were going to go take a dump. I, I was certain... <laughs> or worse, <laughs> I was certain we were all good. And I'm texting him. I'm like, Crowder, you realize everyone can see you. Unbelievable, this guy. <laughs> Leave me alone, man. I, I turned uh, my video off. Play yeah. this sound. This is great sound the uh, Jaguars post YouTube. They called Shaq Quarterman, right? Uh, Hurricanes linebacker Shaq Quarterman gets drafted in the fourth round of the draft. So this was on Saturday, and I'm sure... Shaq Quarterman had wanted his phone to ring, you know, Thursday or Friday. Here's the actual phone call, the Jags GM or coach or whoever it is calling Shaq Quarterman. Hello? Shaq there. Yes, sir. Shaq, Dave called with the Jacksonville Jaguars. How you doing, coach? Have you heard of this team? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I have. Know you, I know you heard of it because you're right around the corner, right? Yes, sir. Down the street. Born and raised Jacksonville? Born and raised. Be a great little story, huh? Getting drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars in the fourth round. Because that sounds like a dream come true. All right, we're gonna make we're gonna make that dream come true for you. Yes, sir. I, I greatly appreciate that. I can't wait to get to work. All right, we got Joe Schobert as our middle linebacker. We got Miles Jack. I want you to come in and learn from those guys and um, give your best, put your best foot forward on special teams and and just continue to play with that your tenacity that you do at Miami. Okay. Pretty badass. Um, cool. I like I, I get chills, right? Because with the whole thing we do draft week where I go, I love the human side of the draft stories and you get that moment or whatever. And so I was just curious. I, you may have told it before. But what was your phone call like? Who, who called you? And do you recall, you know, exactly what was said? It was um, I was inebriated because I started drinking at noon. <laughs> I knew I could hold my beer till about two because I thought the first round was where I was going to go. So uh, three beers in, it's, you know, it's 1245, 130, whatever, and I'm good to go. I didn't get drafted till 830, so I was probably 16 beers in. But uh, I remember uh, Randy Mueller called and said, hey, is this Channing Crowder? Yes, sir. This is, you know, GM of the Miami Dolphins. You want to be a Dolphin? Yes, sir. Hold on. Here goes Coach Saban. And then Coach Saban gets on the phone, says, hey, Crowder. Yes, sir. Hey, you. We're gonna take you here in the third round. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna um, you know, uh, we're gonna draft you here, and then somebody will give you a call back with information moving forward. Thank you so much. I can't wait to be a dolphin. Okay. Have a good one. You know, say save it's not the he, that dude there tried to relate with him. Oh, you live down the street. You're a Jack. Right, I mean, it's guy. a pretty cool story. Like a, a hometown guy getting drafted by his hometown team. Yeah, mine wasn't as personable. It was it was the commodity that Saban uses players in the NFL and college as as commodities. So yeah, mine was more. Of commodity call but it went it went similar to how the how Shaq's call went although Shaq's call I mean he it like it, it's a welcome and it's exciting and whatnot but he's like yeah we've got Miles Jack and we're looking forward to seeing you on special teams I was gonna say the weirdest part of the call was when yeah we just gave you know they gave Showbert they gave him like 30 million right we just like, paid a guy like, there's no we chance have, you're going to crack the defense <laughs> We just paid a guy. We have a Pro Bowl, a, a Will. We have a Mike that just made $40 million. But, uh, yeah, 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 get ready to run down on kickoff. Hey, appreciate you, Coach. Thanks. I'm, I'm play, ready. Play, play it one more time, Solana. Play the call from Sha to Shaq Quarterman. 
Sorry, just give me one second here. All right, rewind yeah. the tape. We ain't drafted. Shaq Please there. be kind, rewind. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shaq, Dave Caldwell with the Jacksonville Jaguars. How you doing, Coach? Have you heard of this team? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I have. Know you, I know you heard of it because you're right around the corner, right? Yes, sir, down the street. Born and raised Jacksonville? Born and raised. Be a great little story, huh? Getting drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars in the fourth round. Cause that sounds like a dream come true. All right, we're gonna make we're gonna make that dream come true for you. Oh. Yes, sir. I, I greatly appreciate that. I can't wait to get to work. All right, we got Joe Schobert as our middle linebacker. We got Miles <laughs> Jack. I want you to come in and learn from those guys and um, give your best, put your best foot forward on special teams and and just continue to play with that your tenacity that you do at Miami. Okay. Hey, you know how to wedge block. <laughs> what he pretty much asked him sorry i i cut showbird a little short five year 54 million dollar deal so so he is playing miles jack's a beast too miles jack can play but yeah fourth round a young guy he'll have a chance to take those guys career hell if the dolphins did that to me i might have told him no you remember linebacker? i was just about to say think about the situation you went into as a linebacker Hey, how you doing? Yeah, we have uh, Zach Thomas, Hall of Famer. He's going to play the linebacker, the middle. We got uh, Junior Sayer at the wheel. We have Jason Taylor at the Sam. Come on in, Crowder. Good luck. Like, I, <laughs> I would have been more upset on draft did, day. Did you, uh, did you do that after you got drafted? Like, did you look at their linebacking core and say, wait a second, this is a terrible situation for me? Actually, my uh, Joe Siegel called me. My agent called me. As soon as I got off the phone with the Dolphins, he um, actually, when I was talking to Saban, Cause he knew, you know, he knew what was coming out. They got in contact with him. So Joe called me on, he, you know, my phone was beeping when I did talk to Mueller and Saban. And then as soon as I got on the phone with the Dolphins, I called Joe back and he, he had everything broke down. Hey, Zach's there. You, they, they drafted you to be a, a potential replacement for Zach Thomas. He's 31 years old, whatever he was at the time. And they explained it to me. Junior Seau's there. Jason Taylor's there. Donnie Spragan's there. Like, he, he had all the names laid out. He was like, there's a very good chance you could play one of the middle positions. Saban loves you when you whooped, Alabama, I mean, whooped LSU at the time when you were at Florida. And they won a national championship, but they were 12-1. and one, And Saban made it perfectly clear to me, Joel Siegel, and everybody that knew me, I drafted you because of the LSU Florida game, and that's why he called me Gator the entire time I played for him. All right, so you had see you had some hope coming in. Did you play special teams? I don't even remember. I did all through the preseason. I played special teams. My saving grace was I've told the story that Zach and Jason and Junior and them they would get in football shape, but then they would take those ghost um, ghost injury days off. So like Zach would come in and be like, "Yeah, my 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 oblique is hurting," so okay. he'd get two days off. Right, Junior, there's would no come test in, for that. Yeah. yeah yeah, my, um, you know, this right here, my calf in this area is sore. I'm going to take the day off. So I had to learn Will, which I played. I had to learn Mike because I was the backup Mike behind Zach. But I end up playing a lot during camp at Mike because Zach was, hell, he's a 10-year vet. He didn't need camp. So I had to do so much on, you know, learn so many positions on defense that they slowly worked me off with special teams. I was one of the lucky ones that didn't have to play special teams early in my career. Solana, how does my signal sound today via Ethernet? Uh, you sound like you'd be on the special teams roster. Really? Is it bad? Nah, it's 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 pretty solid. It's pretty solid. 
Is it okay? I mean, I mean, you're the one that started with the, uh, you know, the the whole. Uh, can we hear that sound again? Hey, yeah, give me a minute, fellas. <laughs> just I mean, one yeah, second. Honestly, <laughs> just one second. <laughs> hey, fellas, give me just give me one second here. A lot yeah. going on in the first three minutes of the show. I never you're know how there, to gauge you're... that. You know, like what's better, <laughs> me telling you, hey, just give me a second, or or dead air. Like I, I'm not sure really. That's that's one of the things I'm learning as a producer, a young producer, striving but I young. Heard, you know? I heard someone's phone ding. I'm guessing that's Crowder's. Yeah, I mean, if we're calling people out for special teams. Sorry, coach. <laughs> My bad, coach. Sorry. What was that wall called, Solana? What's the wall? The TNT, TNT wall. Yeah, you might have to run hit that TNT wall, Gator. <laughs> <laughs> no, son. Yeah. Oh, that you've got ready? A whistle? We couldn't have the actual sound that we prepared, but you've got a whistle? We're all on special teams when it comes to the Hawk and Crowder show. And it's a glorious thing. Three to six right here at 560. The Joe Download the Podcast for Hawk and Crowder or for this show or for any of them. Wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app. Or you can go to our website, wqam.com. I know we've been celebrating birthdays all day because, after all, it is Ron Washington and Andre Agassi's birthday. Ran through a couple of them earlier. Master P, my Wody from New Orleans. Daniel Day-Lewis. He might be his son. I don't know. Willie Nelson we talked about. But, oh, yeah, Crowder was all kind of talking about how when he was at Florida, whooped up on LSU. I was in the stadium for that game. He was out of control that day. I actually, I think I was part of the interview pool. I was in student media after that game, and I interviewed Crowder with a group of other interviewers and journalists and didn't know that was the beginning of our beautiful beautiful relationship I was also in the stadium when LSU whooped up on Jay Cutler and Vanderbilt in Nashville it is Jay Cutler's birthday 37 years old today what did he get from his wife Kristen Calabari divorce papers yep they're getting divorced which kind of excites me because I think she is one hot mama I would do some really strange things to her kind of like this I had, like, major clogged ducts. Jay had to get them out for me. What? Sucking harder than he's ever sucked. Not too gross to me. I raised my hand for that job. Whew. Whew. Oh, man. Well, they're kind of buttonheads right there, Kristen Calavari and Jay Cutler. Speaking of buttonheads, gotta love a good rivalry. And that's exactly what we have going on in the NBA right now. No, we're not talking... Pistons, Bulls, we're not talking Heat 76ers. We are talking Draymond Green and Charles Barkley. They played in the league at the same time. They would have gotten into a fist fight. They don't, though, so they get into verbal arguments. Here is Draymond Green on Charles Barkley's jealousy. I got a lot of respect for Charles Barkley, the basketball player. Man, As a fan of basketball growing up, Charles Barkley was a great basketball player. He never won. And (laughs) Charles Barkley has kind of had this beef with me since I started coming up. You know what I'm saying? Since I started coming up in this league, it's always him throwing a shot, throwing a shot, throwing a shot. And for years, I didn't respond. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, whatever, you know, Charles Barkley's a great player. Like, I'm not going to respond, whatever. And it's just keep throwing a shot, throwing a shot. Honestly, it's jealousy. You know what I'm saying? It's jealousy that somebody the same size as him or smaller could come in the league and have the success I had make the money I've made, win the championships I've won. These are all things that Charles Barkley wasn't able to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, now granted, he made a lot of money for his time, 
But mm. you and I both know the money has changed, or all three of us know, oh. the money has changed in this league. It's not the same. Tremendously. And so it's not my fault that I benefited from the money going up and I came in the era and that's when my mom birthed me to come up in this era that, you know, I've made more money than you. You know what I'm saying? Or Charles Barkley is kind of like a lot of these fans. Like, he scored more points than me. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But that don't necessarily mean you have more impact on a game than me. Barkley on the snapback. Uh, Charles, I feel disrespectful even mentioning this, but Draymond Green has taken another shot at you saying you're jealous of his career. Sounds crazy to even say. How do you respond to something like that? Well, Jordan, you've known me for a long time. One thing, Chuck's not, I'm not jealous of anybody. I like messing with him. I like him. I think he's a good player. I like his personality. But I get annoyed when these guys who are born into money think they're successful. I told you. He's like the worst member of the boy band who doesn't realize he's standing next to Justin Timberlake when the when the girls are throwing panties at his head. He's going to get hit by some drive-by panties, but they're really throwing panties at Justin Timberlake. You know, uh, you know, you see now without – I tell people, Draymond's a good little player, but without Kevin Durant, Clay, and Steph, he's just a good little player. You know, and he's a good role player, and I like him too. But it annoys me when these guys start talking about, well, they won something. Yeah, I mean, there's some guys who won stuff who played with Magic and Bird. But they don't go around talking about how great a player they are. They're just like, man, I'm lucky to play with Bird and Magic and those guys. How can you even talk rivalry without talking, especially nowadays, bad boys, bulls? Everyone just enthralled with the Last Dance documentary, Michael Jordan, Oh, he and the Detroit Pistons, they got into it. Nobody got into it, I think, more ever in NBA history than one Bill Lambeer. Here is Bill Lambeer talking about his oh-so-loved Michael Jordan. We weren't bad people. We were just basketball players winning. And that really stuck with me because they didn't know who we were or what we were about as individuals in our family life. So all that whining they did, why shake their hand? They were just whiners. They won, they won the series. Give them credit. We got old. They got past us, but okay, move on. Why would I regret now today? I don't, I don't care what the media says about them. I never did. If I did, I'd be a basket case, uh, especially back then. So, you know, it just I was about winning basketball games and winning championships and did whatever I had to do to get the most out of my ability and our team, and we did. At the end of the day, we're called world champions. Bill Lambeer referencing Michael Jordan being upset they didn't shake hands at the end of a playoff series after the Bulls finally defeating the Pistons and the Bulls moving on. Two things. Number one, I was always taught, don't be a whiner in sports. Don't whine. Don't cry. Number two, someone doesn't want to shake your hand. It can be disrespectful, but at the same time, if you won the game, you got the ultimate disrespect right there on them by defeating them. So I don't really see the point of getting upset that Detroit didn't want to shake hands I know sometimes, actually, I was on the court one time where there wasn't handshakes or there was a kind of rough handshake and it broke out into a fight. Uh, I never saw the whole big thing about, oh, let's shake hands, good game, good game, good game, good game. Sometimes you just don't get along. Sometimes you're angry. Sometimes that's just the breaks. That's going to do it for the best of the Joe Show. Next show, 6 o'clock tomorrow. I'm Dan Day. Later, slug. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.